0: Olympic sports are being told to seek alternative sources of funding or face reducing their Games preparation last year. High Performance Sport New Zealand made a $131 million three-year investment in 46 sports in the funding cycle, which aligns with next year's Paris Olympic Games. It was the first time high-performance money had been guaranteed to a sport for a period longer than a year. Now its chief executive, Raylene Castle, says sports needs to maximise their revenue with corporate partnerships if they are to maintain their current level of competition. There's no doubt that costs are increasing and sports are making much tougher decisions about who travels, how often they travel, when's the most important time in preparation for an Olympics to travel. So those decisions are being taken by sports and we work really closely to make sure that they can balance those types of tough decisions and not impact performance. Now we're joined by sports reporter Felicity Reid. Kia ora Felicity. Kia ora.
1: Now, what are some of the challenges with sending sports out to chase the corporate dollar? Well, those tough economic times that we're describing here that are hitting elite sport, they'll actually also be hitting those businesses, the very businesses that they're going to get the money off. So at the moment, you would think that there's not that many businesses within New Zealand that are making the kind of profit that would allow them to make a significant investment in a sport. So this is the point where Raylene Castle's suggesting that they get a bit creative, in her words, and she's saying that smaller sponsors should come together to sort of combine their forces, I guess, behind an athlete or a coach. Code. And also, perhaps a sponsor wants to support a boat or just sponsor one athlete rather than a whole Olympic team. So, it's all of part of that is sending out all of these Olympic sports into what um, I was speaking to a sponsor, well, to a club that's already chasing sponsors, and he's described it as a cluttered sponsorship market. So, you're sending all these additional sports, so Olympic sports, into a market which the likes of, say, the Wellington Phoenix or the New Zealand Rugby. T- uh, Super Rugby f- franchises are already trying to get the money out of it's. A, it's a bit difficult that new uh, Wellington Phoenix was saying for sports that aren't the bigger sports, so the likes of the rugby, the cricket, or the netball. It's hard to work for them to actually make an impact in the corporate market and to sort of snare those corporate dollars. He was saying that they have to sort of take a different approach in what they can offer a sponsor. And I sort of see as well for an Olympic sport, a lot of preparation for the Olympics actually happens overseas. Not a lot of the international competition is happening in New Zealand. If we think about the water sports, maybe like the rowing, the canoeing, the um, sailing, all of these are taking in international preparation. These are World Cups held in waters overseas. So for a sponsor based in New Zealand, that's a limited payback that they're going to get or limited visibility even for these athletes in the New Zealand market. But Again, Castle saying that they should actually be chasing those local sponsors to avoid some of the problems that you get if you take on an international sponsor. We probably know about New Zealand rugby and the Altrad uh, saga there, I guess. Their front of jersey sponsor from Altrad is owned by a Frenchman who's actually been sentenced on corruption and bribery charges related to rugby. And another one for New Zealand rugby is Ineos. um, There's environmental people who are kind of upset with that partnership as well. But it's not just sort of the outside noise that comes into this as well. It's some of these athletes which are starting to stand up for what they, on a moral stance, what they want or don't want to be aligned with. I was speaking with um, AET's Dr Michael Naylor, and he's a specialist in sports marketing, and he's saying that some of these people you've got to kind of be careful about who you turn your back on in terms of when you're seeking this kind of money because you could be leaving money on the table if you're trying to take a moral stance rather than just accepting money from sponsors. I was going to say, I mean, even seeking corporate sponsorship, it requires a level of skill. Oh, exactly. And some of these smaller sports may not have the people on their board or involved with them to be seeking the same way that perhaps a different sport full of corporate people or have those already established corporate connections would have. Now, I also understand that an alternative funding source has come to light today. Yes, that's right. The government has uh, okayed for the TAB to be taken over by NTain. So that's a UK betting agency. And so part of that, that there's a big deal involved with this, and this links out to what gambling is going to look like in New Zealand, but also for the horse racing industry. But for the part that I was taking a closer look at today, and more relevance, I guess, to what we're talking about here as well, is that they're going to put up an offer... It comes over three years. It's only one off. It's $15 million funding. So that will go out to national sporting organisations. And I understand that's actually going to have to be split up between 38 different sports. So if you think 38 sports, fifteen million million, three three years, it's not in a massive amount of money, but it is a boost for these sports who are now having to look different places to find the money. And they're also part of this deal that the TAB is doing. There's going to be a separate $500,000 pay to Sport New Zealand and that's going to have to be ring-fenced for women's sport as well. So... As much as part of this deal, maybe this was a little bit. Sports do already rely on the TABs. The likes of basketball do already get funding from that organisation. As this moves away, and as this, it's like a twenty-five year um, arrangement that the TAB have got with Intain. So, as part of that, I guess maybe softening the blow in some ways as well. This money is coming into sports, but as I say, it's only going to be a one-off. So, they're still going to be in this um, situation of chasing these corporate sponsors in years to come. Good to know, Felicity. Thank you. Thank you very much.